It's 4 p.m. Stand up. It's count time. It's time for every man and woman to stand up and be counted. I'm Brother L.D. Azobra, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Count Time Podcast. Today, I have a true living legend and a dear friend, teammate, and someone I've been dealing with for a long, long time. And, uh, y'all going to be excited to have this young man here because he have a true, uh, I mean, a very touching story. A story that going to move you because it has moved me every time I've heard it. Mr. <laughs> Ramsey Dada. Well, Alan, I'm going to tell you, man, you always exemplify leadership, bro. Oh, thank you, bro. That's, I tell that to Lorraine all the time, thank man. You, See, that. bro, I won't lie to you, and I'm not telling you this is just because we're doing this interview, huh? But hey, man, I have not met a, a guy in my f- football career, I'm talking about from LSU to the NFL, that I, I could trust more than you that I believe had my best interests at heart, bro. You saved me a lot of time on them streets line. I mean, you know that when I was doing bad. You know what I'm saying? But that didn't start when I started doing bad. That started way back when I was at LSU, man. You used to look out for me and Lenny. I'm talking about, man, just, you know, you never acted like you was, you know, they had a lot of guys that acted like when they were seniors, they looked it down on players. They acted like there was too much to have. A, oh, I ain't mess with this little freshman, this little sophomore, or whatever. Like they hadn't been there before. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? But you never acted that way, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I Lorraine, I was just telling you. When I just tell you about that, Lorraine, about Lyme, I never found a friend like you before, bro. Oh man, that's I won't lie to you. I appreciate that. Right? I trust you with my. I would trust you with my life, now. Don't do that, Ram. No, I'm being Don't honest with you. I would. I appreciate it. I would, bro. I would. You know why I would? Because you never showed me. Uh, uh, I never seen another side of you. All I see was a side of compassion and care for other people. Oh. You know, and that's and that. And that kind of reminds me of me, you know what I'm saying? Even though I made a whole lot of mistakes and a lot of things, but I know I was raised right. I know I know, I, I got a compassionate heart. I got a caring heart. I love people, period. It don't matter if I was a football player or not. I still think I had that same kind of personality because that's the kind of personality my mother had. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like my mother. I look, I'm the only kid, I look just like my mom. That's how my mom was, she can tell you. You talk about compassionate compassion person, bro. And a caring person, individual, man, that's the way I've always have seen you. Matter of fact, I would get mad at you because I know who you are and right. who you are. Right. And I knew your greatness. Right. And it, it just didn't make no sense to me, you know, it didn't make no sense. And, uh, and that's why we're talking about, the name of this program is Count Time. And Ramsey, you definitely know what Count Time is all about. Huh? Oh, yeah, <laughs> do I know what Count Time is? Tell, tell everybody what Count Time is. I do. Count Time is when you catch your bunk <laughs> <laughs> and the lights going on, the lights coming on, and you catch your bunk. And they finna count you. Make sure your your butt ain't escaped. Escape from where? <laughs> from where? From prison. <laughs> yeah, it, it ain't funny, brother. Because I went through it, man. 
the Ramsey Celia or Bro Bridge? Which one is? Well, I'm gonna say my address is Bro Bridge, but <laughs> I claim Cecilia, man, because that, that's where I went to school at. But that's been a battle for many years. It's been a battle for so, from so, day one. I was at LSU. So who who get who get the claim? I'm gonna go with Cecilia, man. Oh, but you, your address is appropriate. My address is appropriate. Oh, man. So when I when I come to LSU, the people at home, man, raise hell. My high school people at my high school, Cecilia people from Cecilia. Because I went to Cecilia, and and and, and LSU put Bro Bridge in the in the book in the program. Good, that's where your address that, was. That's where my address was. Which, so you lived in Bro Bridge, but you went to Cecilia. That's right. So and it cost a mess. <laughs> <laughs> it cost a mess. Not only did it cost a mess at LSU dealing with these people, asking them to try to get them to change it. I had a lot to deal with. With the people from Cecilia and the people from Bro Bridge. Even though Bro Bridge a high school was my rivalry, chief rivalry. Why you didn't go to Bro Bridge High School? There's a little there's a little place and the the restaurant is famous all over the country for sure. Poches. Oh yeah, Poches, yes. And they're all over. They in and that they in Atlanta. They're all over. Oh, I didn't know they were. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. yeah. My dad worked for those people about 25 years for the Poches. But what I'm saying is that little area of Poches, it carries Bro Bridge's address. Well, Poches is a little community. It's a little community. Outside next to Bro Bridge. Next, between Bro Bridge and Sicily. Okay. See, that's where I'm really from, Poche Bridge. <laughs> Poche but, Bridge. But it's not incorporated. So it's, it's so it it's carries town, Bro Bridge. Town. So it carries Bro Bridge address. Poche Bridge is on the outskirts of Bro Bridge, between Cecilia and Bro Bridge. That's why I had a choice to go to school in Bro Bridge. The bus path could have went to Bro Bridge, or I could have went to Cecilia. And I chose Cecilia because that's where your friends was going at that time. Well, I had a lot of relatives there. Yeah, I had a lot of relatives there, so I decided to go. But and, and all my brothers. I was the baby in the family, so my brothers and sisters, they all went to Cecilia. But it was no big deal until you, until you, you became the, the famous one. Then it became exactly. a big deal. Exactly. Like. Then it became a big deal. They wanted to claim me. Cecilia wanted to make sure that they claimed Because, you know, Cecilia, Cecilia is a small school, man. I'm talking about the only time you seen a light in Cecilia back then. It, it was at Christmas time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just how small it is. No red lights, nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> the only time you see the red light is at Christmas time. <laughs> That's how small it is, right? All right, then. Go on, right. Cecilia. Okay. And, and, and where, where that, that, that great name, Daughter, come from? I remember you, that was, a, that was just a name no one, no one was familiar with when you arrived at LSU. Well, Daughter is basically, it's a native. Indian name. So, so they say no Cajun. No, it's not no Cajun. You 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 native of this. Your people's native of this country. That's right. United States of That's America. That's right. Now. That's right. My grandfather was Indian and my grandmother was Caucasian. Did you know the both of them? Yes. Oh, you yeah. knew both of them. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, I knew both of them. And that's, that's how I got their last name, daughter. That's the, the Indians, uh, home Indians, they call them. The home Indians tribe. Yeah, home Indian tribe, that's right. Chitamachi. Chitamachi. So, so you know the tribe that your family came from? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know the background. A matter of fact, my wife did some, some uh, research, and she found a lot of my relatives. 
Where, where are you located at? Canadian Indians. Canadian Indians? Yeah. From the country of Canada? Oh, oh yeah. And they came down here. You know, uh, you know the Canadian people, people from Lafayette, is basically come from Canada. Well, that's where the name came from. from. And from South, from uh, North Africa. So you do know your background. Oh, and also, I know but my you background. Came, you were one of the first brothers we ever heard speak French when you showed up at LSU. Exactly. Parle français. And you spoke it very well. Yeah. And you exactly. still, you still speak it well. Well, yeah, I grew up. I, I went to school. When I went to school, I, I didn't speak English. You didn't speak English? No. I had to learn English. <laughs> Hold on. I, I because, because both of my parents was, was not educated. And they spoke, my dad spoke nothing but a, a, a French, Creole French. And my mom was pretty decently educated. She 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 got a high school diploma. So you have, how, how, many, how many brothers and sisters you have? I have uh, I had I have two brothers and I had two sisters, but one of my sisters passed a couple of years ago. Okay, I do years that, ago. Yeah. yeah. But everybody in your household spoke French. Yeah. Y'all didn't know nothing about English. So, yeah, well, so y'all was always... We knew about English. My older sister knew I spoke English. My brothers didn't spoke English. But when you went to school, when you started school, six, seven years old, uh, back then you didn't start school like they start now, three and four years old. But still yeah. in all, that's what I was speaking. I, I learned to speak real good English when I went to school. So, hold on. Decent English, I'm saying. So, so you started school... You was often like how, like the, uh, the 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 Mexicans are when they come in, they, they speak Spanish. They don't know English. That's exactly right. So you was like a foreign in your home country. In my home country. Your home city. Dude. In my home city. You spoke no English. At no all. English. Well, I, I ain't gonna say I didn't speak no English at all, but it was very little. It was very little. It was like a foreigner. Okay, so I said, you could see. speak a little bit of English. See. But they really, they Spanish, you know, or, or, or Asian or whatever. Just enough to make, to make your part. Exactly, exactly. And as I, as I got older, you know, I was speaking English. I had to speak English in school. But so. growing up in your community, the, the whole community was like that? Oh, the whole community speaking. As a matter of fact, my wife used to get, she used to be like, oh, y'all sound like clucking chickens. <laughs> yes. I, like, I, know, I know my sweetheart Lorraine wouldn't, wouldn't oh, talk about oh, yeah. your family like that. Yeah, she used to I say, y'all sound like clucking chickens. Because when y'all got she together, she couldn't understand it. Because she <laughs> thought we was talking about her. She probably just felt like feeling guilty. That's, it. <laughs> That's what it was. She was feeling That's guilty. It. Exactly, man. So exactly. Your whole community in Bro Bridge at that time? In Bro Bridge. You in the United States of America in a small town, Poche, Bro Bridge. Cecilia. Uh, Cecilia, that's right outside of uh, Lafayette. Right, right outside of Lafayette. Heading, heading towards Baton Rouge. That's right. Heading okay. towards Baton Rouge. And, but the, you grew up in, on the waterfront or you grew up in like this? Was it a little community, little town? I it? grew up on a little, in a little town with a lot of hard field work because what, my daddy was a farmer. And he he inherited my mom inherited a lot of property from her from my dad and her, and her mom and my daddy ran that like it was a business it was a business because we share we were sharecroppers oh, okay. so we was pretty much 
What y'all grew? We do grew up just about everything. We had well, we had both both vegetables and we also raised animals. Oh, chicken, hogs. Cow, hogs we had them all. We had chickens, hogs, uh, 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 cattle, horses, now, now, now that's goats. A, now this is a true story to say that a horse had got hurt or something and you picked the horse up and brought it to safety. Yeah, food. well one day that's me a, and that's my a true mom. That's a true story. That's a true story. <laughs> me and my mom. <laughs> no, that sounds crazy. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. I carry the horse. I don't want to drag them back. <laughs> drag the horse. Get off it. A, a big horse. A, a, a full grown horse. It, well, it was, it was a Welsh. So that means it's half. It's half. It's, it's but, not a shot. But you, how old were you? I was about 12. You were 12. Now let us start the story over again. Lead us back into that story. Okay, well, my mom, me and my mom was about to go in the field. My mom was walking, carrying her hoe on her on her shoulder. But she was carrying her shoulder. A hoe. A hoe, okay. Yeah, we were going to do some hoeing in, in, in the field. And uh, my mom was walking, and I, I always rode my horse. Oh, you had your own horse then? Yeah, I had, oh, okay. um, we had plenty of horses. All right, then. Yeah. And uh, and I, boy, I was I was on my way. My mama had to, took off, and she had left me behind. And I was on my way, man. I was coming in full speed because I was late, you know. I want my mama to start without me, you know. So she, oh, she, but she, she was on her horse too. No, she was walking. She was walking. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was the back. In the, you know, we had a field. In the, okay. And uh, and man, for some reason, how oh, man, my horse turned, going full speed, turned into a. Turn into a tree, man. Ran into a tree? Ran into a tree. Knocked, that crazy knocked, that. knocked itself out and knocked me out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, just out of the blue, you know? And, uh, and see, my mom was like, after I, after I shook up, you know, got up and everything, and, and the horse was still laying there. He was, and, uh, and my mom said, what you gonna do, man? <laughs> and I grabbed him by the, by, the, by the bridle, and I basically dragged him back to the barn. How far was that? I'd say about 150 yards. You dragged a big old, 12, you 12 years old. Yeah. And you dragged a, 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 a real horse. Not a real horse. All the way back to the barn. All the way back to the barn. My mama them don't nobody know how I did it, but I did it. And you were 12 years old. I was 12 years old, man. I was crying because I love my horse. <laughs> <laughs> I love my horse. I thought he was going to die, you know what I'm saying? But I never thought that that story that was going to live with me, you know what I'm saying? But my mama was like, wow. She couldn't believe that. She yeah. said, I got some here. Yeah. Right. I got a super, superman here. Exactly. 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 And you, and you dragged, the, 12 years old, you dragged the horse that was three times your weight. That's right. All the way back to the barn. All the way I'm back just, to the barn, man. It didn't think nothing of it. Didn't realize. I guess, I guess, I, I don't know if I had that superpower that day or whatever, but I know I'm going to leave my horse. <laughs> I wasn't going to leave my horse in the back. Did the horse recover? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you recovered from the, you got knocked out too, but you recovered. Yeah. I guess your head was harder, harder than a horse. Oh, well, head. I didn't hit the tree as hard as he did. <laughs> as hard as he did, he ran right into the tree. <laughs> it was crazy. I don't know, man. You know, that was a hell of a story and stuck with me for a long time. Then, most stuff happened. 
And that's why the people at LSU, when they went to recruit me, everybody in my family went to telling them, man, I, how I could pick up the back of a truck and let it spin and everything, you know what I'm saying? I worked hard, man, as a kid, man. I started working in the field at five. I was making me and my sister getting up, getting up in the morning, making sandwiches at four o'clock in the morning and have to be to school at seven. You went to work, you worked, you worked in the field? I was about five years old, no. I was making sandwiches. My daddy was a sharecropper. He had fat other families working the field. So oh, they, okay. they, they work, they pick so much, and they, they get paid, for, you know, so much, how much they pay, they get a percentage, and then my daddy gets, you know. Oh, okay. Then. Yeah, shack rock, they call okay. that. He, he done it the right way, though. He took care of his people then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. He took care of them. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, oh, yeah, the, you know, but me and my brothers didn't work, man. We worked. But we had everything we wanted. We was a fat black family in Cecilia that had, my sister went to college in 1967. There was nobody going to college, black going to college back then. Yeah. Oh, okay. My sister went to college. My daddy and my mom and daddy had a brand new car every year. Every other year they had a brand new car, brand new truck. So y'all were y'all were we had the first brick home in my in my hometown, you know. So we were really living good, so, man. So y'all was kinda of, kind of well well to do oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my my grandfather them left, left my mama them over three hundred acres of land. You know, and back then that that's a that was a lot a lot of land. Still yeah. is. Yeah, it still is. And uh and, and that's what my daddy did. My daddy and mama kept a job. But they worked their kids. They were they me and my brothers and, and and sisters, my sister would come off of Southern University in the summertime, man, and work in the field. So she she didn't get a break either. No, she 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 wouldn't she wouldn't accept not coming back and work. She was a workaholic. So y'all so look forward to helping mom and dad. Oh yeah. Oh I man, I had the best up upcoming life that you a, a person could ask for, man. Growing up in the country, man, around animals, and and and, and you can go not far from the house and, and 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 go fishing and go hunting and and doing all that, man. And then I grew up with a whole bunch of animals. <coughs> we had horses, man. We had. Oh man, we had goats, we had sheep, we had we had all the animals. So you was a farmer. Oh, it was a, my dad was a big time farmer, and and, and 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 we enjoyed doing it. I remember shucking corn and everything else to feed the animals. And me and my brothers, oh man, we used to have over hundred cattle, man. You were just y'all just hard working people. Hard working, work out what y'all hard working country folks. But I remember when you showed up at LSU. I remember you so well, Ramsey, because uh, you had this wonderful smile that lit up the whole world. I mean, you just, you, you and, I, and also then you didn't speak really good English. Right. So you would smile a lot, right? right? You right. know, because you, you had a little harder time right, right. communicating. Right, exactly. But you, but you, would, you would smile. Right. But I used to always tell people, I said, uh, and I said, now, nah, Ramsey get the, give you the shirt off his back. Now, I'll give you some money to go buy you a shirt. I give you shit off my back, but rather would give, literally give you the shit off your back. So when you showed up, you showed up at LSU in 1979. That's right. You, Leonard Marshall, who was in that crew? Me, Leonard Marshall, Lawrence uh, Williams, Alan Richer, uh, Lawrence Williams, Albert Richardson, Malcolm Scott, Malcolm, Malcolm Scott, Tim Joyner, 
Yeah, it, it was a crew. Man. Oh yeah, it was a crew. I mean, y'all y'all came ready to play. Yeah, we came ready to take somebody's job. Oh man, y'all <laughs> y'all changed the whole y'all y'all took LSU to a whole nother level. <laughs> yeah, when y'all showed up there, I don't want to lie to y'all. I, I mean, just remember it, we did. Oh man, just to watch, remember how you and uh, Big Lenny, who we called Big Cheese at the time, which is my homeboy. Right. Uh, y'all were lined up on that front line. Oh, man. man it was, y'all it y'all was, was destroyed. It, it was nasty disaster. disaster. Matter of fact, Coach Joe showed up the same time in your, in your class, too, That's right? right? Coach Joe's around showed That's up. That's right. And uh, I think after the first few days, because he, he was a. He was a, they put him at DN. DN. Not, no, no defensive tackle. Defensive tackle. Defense no tackle. Tap. Same thing. You, you had, in, in opposition. And it, it wasn't no place for him, so they nah, moved he, the offense. Exactly. So he didn't stay that long. No, nah, he left. Went to, went to see Bobby Emmett, his old high school teammate. <laughs> <laughs> he won't get no PT. <laughs> so, so y'all, you have Richardson, uh, Big Lenny. Lenny, Tim uh, Joyner, L. Cole. Uh, I mean, y'all shut it down. We y'all shut literally it down. did. Y'all yeah. literally did. What, what was that experience like for you when you first showed up at LSU? Old country boy coming out, well, out of the You know, when I first come to LSU, I was really, I was really, I was really, to be honest with you, I don't want to use that word because it's, it's really some people look at it as a bad word, but I'm going to use it anyway because that's how I felt. I felt pissed off. <laughs> Why was that? Because, first of all, I made all American high school all American, but I didn't make it to the but I didn't make it I didn't make it to the uh, to the All Star game high school All Star game and I didn't think to be honest with you you made high school all American but didn't get picked for the high school All Star yeah so you so you had a chip on your shoulder so I had a bad chip on my shoulder because you know why huh because I know I played against. A lot of dudes that ended up going to college, like them two boys from St. Martinsville, they ended up getting scholarships at Oklahoma. LSU wanted them, but they, they went to Oklahoma. Darryl Charles and and and, uh, uh, and I can't think of the other one, Fontenet. But I played against a lot of dudes that went to college, and there was nothing to me, man, in high school. They, they couldn't compete with you. They couldn't compete now, with me, now, man. What was it you played in high school? Uh, everywhere <laughs> on defense. Everywhere on defense, I played linebacker, I played nose guard, I played defensive end. Yeah, I, 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 anywhere they had a bad player, <laughs> the best player on the team, the best player on the team, they would line you up against. That's me. where I'm gonna be. That's where I'm gonna be. You know what I'm saying? And to be honest with you, I I I, I just gotta be honest. I'm not bragging or nothing like that. That because there's nothing to brag about. Because I know that they had a lot of players better than me, but I'm just telling you about my story. Is I didn't feel nothing in high school could block me, because there was nothing in high school could block me. To be honest with you, I'm be just being straight up. Then when I got to LSU, man, I was reading about all these big names. You know what I'm saying? Malcolm, them, they went to Santa Hall, won the championship, and all that. Then. Being recruited highly and all that, played in the All Star game and all that, and I was saying to myself, man, I went and watched Saint All play when they won that that championship in '79, and I was saying to myself, man, I was looking at them dudes on that line for Saint All, and I was saying to myself, man, them dudes get all that publicity, get scholarship offers, big Uber and all them get scholarship offers and all that. And I said, now one of them dudes out there can mess with me. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm being honest. Ain't never one of my death. I feel you constantly, constantly compete with me. That's just how I felt. So when I got to LSU, I had Coach LeBlanc. That was my coach. Yeah. Coach Lynn Right. So they, when they, when I got there, they thought about they thought about uh, they they told me they were gonna play me at linebacker. You know what I'm saying? All right. Cause I could easily run a four five. <laughs> I could push it and run a four four five. Cause Ooh. I was on the track team and all you was that. On the track team. Yeah, too. I was all American uh, you, you, shot putter. You, you was the only. Player from Cecilia to receive a scholarship? Yeah. In the history of Cecilia or just for In the history. I was the first one. You was the first one from yeah. to receive they, a No, they had one dude named Sidney Joseph. Not Sidney Joseph, Whitney Joseph. His brother was Sidney, he was my age. Me and him was a good friend. And he got a partial scholarship to go to Southern in, I think it was 75, 1975. But you the first one in the get a a uh, 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 full scholarship to a major college. He went to, he had got a scholarship to Southern, but he didn't even play three years. He didn't even play two years and then some, I think, tore his knee up. He couldn't play no more. So uh, basically, I'm the first one. I'm the first one to make it from to the pros from that area. From, from, from the Cecilia oh, yeah, Bridge. Cecilia Bridge. Bridge. Bridge, Henderson, and Orneville, all the places that. So, yeah. But when you Around. arrived there, though, and, and I have to give credit to where credit is due, I mean, you lit it up. I mean, the offensive linemen that we had was, was pretty good, but they couldn't block it. I mean, you was a, these guys were seniors. Right. They could not block you, nor Big Lit. It was tough. Oh, yeah, they couldn't be. They couldn't yeah, block Y'all were so strong. And, they couldn't you know, block the line. Big Georgia T of them, you be like, no, you take him. <laughs> you go <laughs> you go against him today, man. I, my shoulders hurting, Big George. <laughs> you want Big, tell Big George wanted out? Yeah, Big George wanted out. He didn't like to practice. You heard? Uh, uh, uh. Big George played his butt off to do the game, but he didn't like to practice. Did, did you start at, as a freshman? No. You didn't? Uh-uh, man. I only played as a freshman. You remember the past that, that rule? That came, well, we back, play. came back, that rule came yeah, back. It yeah, came back. Play. Yeah, yeah, it came back. That's right. Yeah, it came back after, after, after half of the season. Yeah, but it was too late for us to yes. get the playing yeah, time. Y'all was bad too. Yeah, yeah we had to play JV games. We played six JV games. Y'all tore them up, though. Oh, we tore that ass up. <laughs> yeah, Especially the University of Houston, man. We beat them so bad, man. They, come, <laughs> they just walked off the field. They quit on the coach. <laughs> <laughs> We be the so bad they quit on their coach, bro. Man, you know that mean y'all. Yeah, so we could play. That's why I tell a lot of people right now. I look at that book, huh? I look at that book where they got. You know they had. You know I had the most sacks in LSU as Noah's God in LSU history, right? But Booger McFarlane came and beat me. Okay. I had okay. 15 in my career. Oh, you like Booker beat you, man? Booker my father. Oh, okay. Beat me. He had, as a nose guard. As a nose guard. Okay. He had 17. Okay. Okay. But he started as a freshman. So he got one year ahead on So he got one one year ahead of me. That you gave you that one year, you you still be in the league then. That's what you say? Uh, yeah, if you give me that if if, if if yeah, if I would have played my freshman year, I I would have had more than fifteen. 
you know. I got fifteen. I got fifteen in three years. So that's so you, five a year. So you just think about a half five, five my freshman year. That'd have been twenty. Okay. I still had. To, I still had to. But but Al Richardson, the one lead in tackles at the time, right? Oh yeah, Al and Lawrence. They, 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 they was all leading tacklers. Yeah, yeah, they was a leading Especially tackle. Albert, you know. Yeah, Al, Al, Al was, was a horse man. Yeah, Al, Al was a beast. Yeah. I thought Al was gonna do better than that. And I thought Al was gonna go to the NFL. Joe, they didn't. They didn't to say that. They didn't pack pack fair with that. I know. I know. Al should definitely be in right. the NFL. Yes, that's not our call. Dang, we have man. no call. So now what now? Our relationship year. We played together my senior year then. You, you remember our our situation? How we how we I, I was a team captain then. I was yeah. a team captain then. Okay. Yeah. So how, how did I have everything? It was okay. Oh you, man, you was the man, man. You oh, know. Man. Say it again. You know you know you know you was the man, man. <laughs> You know you was the man. You know, you know, the, you know he was the man, man. You know he was the man. Y'all, y'all hear That's that? That's why you asked me that question. Y'all, y'all hear that? <laughs> no, I asked a question because I wanted to remember. You was the man. You know where? You and Big John Adams. No, John wasn't there. My senior, your senior, John was gone. No, I'm just saying though. I'm just saying. John, 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 John left, left your the freshman year. Before. Yeah, your freshman year. Yeah. It was me. Hokey was the team captain. Yeah. My senior year. Uh -huh. but I, the reason I was asking that question because I do remember. I remember y'all was really freshmen, so to speak. Right. And they had a whole new coaching staff. Exactly. You know, so we yeah. had we had a lot to Coach adjust Williams to. and all them was in. Yeah, we had yeah. a whole lot to adjust to, and a whole lot was going on. Coach Williams, his loud mouth. Yeah, yeah. Go, Dada! Matter of fact, you remember Coach matter of fact, Chris William quit because of him. Yeah. Remember Chris William quit one day because of him. Oh yeah, yeah. He was on he and Coach Williams didn't play, man. But Chris, he was not nice. Chris Williams was, was no the one who was the best quarterback in the, in the SEC. Yeah, yeah. He ended up leaving the field I know. that day because of I know. Coach Williams. Coach Williams. Coach Williams but, didn't play though. You know that. Oh no. Coach Williams had a big old mouth, wide but, mouth, and he liked what? to use it. That's one time. <clears throat> Most times players would leave, they just let them go, but they went back and got Chris. Though. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They were crying like a dog. Yeah, they, they went back Chris. and got Chris. Yeah, yeah. They, they went that crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. T -t -t Tell us about yours. Man, to be honest with you, that's so much so much to my story, bro, that people don't that people don't know. Yeah, but they just, it's they just look at they just look at you as you was a football player, you went to LSU, you got a scholarship, got everything good, going good for you. Why would you allow? But see, people don't understand, man. People could be dealing with, even though you're young, you could be dealing with mental stress. There's a lot of things that people know about you or what they see, but they don't know nothing about you. About what you done either went through or what you done. My biggest thing is that I take back from my days at LSU. First, first thing that I take I take back is when I come to LSU in '79. My first year there, I, I won't mention this person's name because I, he's not there to defend himself. He's passed. He's passed away. But I'll never forget this, yeah. and she could, she could, she could tell you the same thing. 
when I went to feel when I went to get my my classes and all that that uh, I could no, I'll never forget. And I told Lorraine can remember I told her way back then. Well, Donna Ray Kennard told me, Ramsey, I see your 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 grades, your high school grades. Donna Ray Kennard, who, he was what? Hmm? Who was Donna Ray Kennard? You don't remember Donna? Well, I remember. I was people I didn't listen to don't know who Donna Ray Kennard. Donna Ray Kennard was the LSU counselor. Counselor for. Athletic. athletic council. He, athletic he, council. He assigned us classes exactly. in, in uh, different. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I remember him telling me that you not here, according to your grades, you not here. You here to play football, man. You here. You're gonna do whatever we can do to make sure that you can be here and play football. So he, he, he basically told you, you don't worry about nothing. Don't worry about no education. education. Don't worry about nothing. Uh, just, just play football. Just play football. And even though I went to classes and I was going towards. So he's, so somebody who is supposed to be your, your mentor, your leader, exactly. your advisor. Right. Basically told you don't worry about education or school exactly. at all. You just come play football right. and I got it from here. Right. And that's the way you took it. Yeah. You realize and, and that's the way I took it. But you know what? Let me tell you something. When it came down to my senior year at LSU, that summer, I had to go to summer school in order to be eligible. And I went to summer school and I ended up <laughs> passing. I took a, <coughs> what, that, what that was, free enterprise. The trip, when you take a trip? To report that place. Exactly. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. I took that in the past. Thing about it is, soon as football, soon as my football was over, education was over. I flunked out. They flunked me out. Don't, even, don't worry about coming back. Don't worry about coming back. They flunked, flunked me out, man. So they, they gave you no hope. Don't even worry no about hope. No hope. Did you think much they about it? They flunked me out. And Lorraine can tell you, man, when I went to uh, St. Louis, huh? Who, 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 who you, to the Cardinals? You was drafted with? That's what, when I drafted the Cardinals, what I round? won. Huh? What round were you drafted? I was drafted, in, I was the first player pick in the third round. Okay. Yeah. So it was St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals. I was going to go, I it had in my mind, because the, the Cardinals told me, he said, uh, this year we encourage all our players to continue their education. And I remember I told Coach Hannafin, Coach Hannafin, I said, I can't go back to school, I flunked out. You know what I'm saying? Well, I said, well, Ramsey, just get you, we'll just get you on a, on a weight program and, you know, and wait till the season starts. He said nothing. But I think that, I think that had a lot to do with the decisions I made and then, and then I thought I was going, I showed, I showed for almost sure and positive I was going to Dallas. I'm all right. Dick kept, Dick kept bringing me to, to Dallas. Me and that little, that little guy from, uh, from uh, what's his name, man, played for the 49ers. He was a running back, played in the same backfield as Rogier, Mike Rogier. Um, I can't think of his name, man. What do you want to but two or three championships with uh with the 49ers. They kept bringing me and him, flying us in, man. I thought Dallas was gonna drive me for sure, man. So it, it, one thing about the NFL, 
you have no control over that. You don't know who gonna pick. Exactly. Right. But look, I'm gonna just see this here, man. See, I'm gonna just see this here. My drug thing. What drug thing? What you mean? My drug addiction started off at LSU. My senior year. I can name you a whole bunch of us, bro. Got us on that. Introduced us to that crack. I'll never forget the day I messed around and went to that stadium and, and went in the stadium. I was sitting down with this little dude from New Orleans. Hey, bro, first time hit that pipe. And Lorraine didn't know nothing about it. But I'm just saying, I went to the wrong place, bro, because you know why? Huh? Cardinals. Team was infested with crack, bro. The team, the, the they had a dude died the year before I got there, man. Then he was on cocaine and they gave him a, 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 one of them, uh, what you call the shots, man? Nikon. Uh, one of the things that they killed, that killed pain. He was full of that cocaine, man, and he, he gave him that shot. Caught a heart attack on the field. So when you, when you got to the NFL, your teammates, you already getting high. And now you, and right in the middle of it with all this money, it's, it's like the old folks, they got what's there. Because you got access to it everywhere you look. So you get high with teammates. And boy, they had all of them. They had a bunch of them. You don't accept what we got on here, then we're going to put it out. What you do? They, 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 the, the, the oh, they were blackmail. St. Louis Carter would, would, would blackmail you. Oh, they were blackmail you in a minute, man. They blackmailed me, man. They, they, messed, they messed over me, lying on my... Man, let me tell you something. All you got to look is look on that phone. I started 16 games in 19, what, 84. I started 16 games, lying. You hear me? Following year, we in training camp. We played around. I tear my ankle up. Bad. The people kept me all the way to the last game. I was hurt. I wasn't playing. I went after I got hurt against the last game we gotta play Kansas City Chiefs. Now Cardinals and Kansas City, both in Missouri, right? Okay. So that, that's rivalry. a big rivalry. Even though it's a it's a it's a preseason game, it's the last preseason game. Say man, the coach told me before the game. Ramsey, we want you to dress out. But you don't have, we're not going to put you in the game. But we want you to dress out. It's the last preseason game. It'll make everything look good. You know, Floyd Peters, he's a good lying ass white boy. Called me a nigga one time. I called him a honky and I choked, the, damn near choked him to death. The coach? Yeah, the coach. What coach was that? Floyd Peters. Oh, okay. Yeah, very, very well known. So my ankle, this big. They want you to dress up for the game. And ankle blue. I know where you going. They made with me this. dress up, Lima. I know, I know where you going with they this. They made me dress up, Lima. Things were getting kind of rough. Huh? They were running the ball on us. Man, Flood Peters look on that bench and said, Daughter, get your ass up here. He said, You uh, you want to be on this team or you want to go back to Broke Bridge and shut arses? I look around and I said, All right. I said, I Coach, I'll go give it a try. Man, Lyman, I swear to you, you know when you got an injury, it looked like that's the first place they come at. Right. Huh? Really, they know it or not. 
But that's not the first place they come at. It's just that you got an injury and it's good. you're going to feel it. When you get hit, right. you know what I'm saying? And you put me in the game, man, and I ain't going to lie to you, Lyman. I swear on everything I love, I'm telling you a true story. The first play of the game, man, this big white boy tried to block me, and I and I, and I moved, and he, when he see he couldn't block me, he rolled right on my damn ankle, man. Rolled his body right on my ankle. So I go to the sideline. I'm coming out the game, right? Come on, Peter. Get your ass back in the game. I ain't gonna lie to you, Lam. I looked they, at him. They were treating you like a slave. Yeah, I looked at him in his face. Huh? I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say it on this thing, but I, I used the F word, you know, and I, and I used it forcefully on him. I told him straight up in his face, and I put my, my, my finger like that right in his face, and I thought, oh, F you. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going back out I there. Told him, yeah, and I told him, I said, if you in your... <clears throat> and I want to sit down on the bench, man. Girl. And guess what? Man, that was the worst organization, I swear to you, Lyle. They didn't run that like nothing. And that just, that just... See, man, Benny Perrin. You remember Benny Perrin? Played defensive back for Alabama. When we played Alabama, he was a defensive back. He, he, he had been there two years before I got there. So that means you played with him. Exactly, you played against him. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Yeah, at the time, that, being a parent, good defensive back starting. He, he got on that dope and killed himself. Blew his brains out. When he went to training camp, Lionel Washington is the one called me. And I used to go to training camp with him. Yeah, you had to, you had to be first, said, the first time. Yeah, he said, mm -hmm. he said, I don't know you, he said, but Ramsey talk about you a lot. But he said, you need to come down here because Ramsey messing with this white, you know, with the white girl. That's all I heard. The white girl. The white girl. So you going to you. So you I'm going down there with some white girl ass. <laughs> 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 so, so you going to look for a white girl. She sure is. She just had the baby, man. I couldn't right. believe that. I was coming to white whoops and white girl asses. No questions asked with me. Because you know, I don't sit there arguing with you. with ass first time to ask questions for me. <laughs> she ain't lying either. <laughs> she ain't lying. I don't let that smile fool you. So would you find out a white girl had to do with a, a woman? It was it was cocaine. It was drugs. Yeah, yeah but that, you know that, what? That. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I know it should have been my responsibility, but hey, man, I fought with with uh, Kennard for some years, a couple of years, about my possibility of me getting close, at least close to a degree or something. Man, he was putting me in some old bogus ass classes, and I used to be telling her. I used to be telling her, man, and and you know what? The thing about it is. I was going to study hall. I went to study hall three years, man. Straight. So you put forth the effort. I put forth the effort, man. But he just didn't put me in no. He just didn't put me in no classes to go towards a degree. So you didn't have a. a he just was keeping me in school. Eligible for different. play for play football. Mm -hmm. He would put me in all kind of. He taking all kind of. Uh, 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 signs and all. Uh, that kind of stuff. I remember I, I remember I did a paper, man. I remember I went in the English English class. The lady told me she said, 
she said, told the class, she said, I need y'all to write a theme. Yeah, autobiography. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, some of you can't see exactly. that class, I remember Right, that. you know what I'm telling you. Yeah. You've been through it yeah, too, yeah, right? Yeah, right. And man, I wrote that thing, man. The next day, man, that lady checked my paper. So she, called, she called you to tell you, 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 you to stay and wait. She told me to stay and wait. How you know? That's what they done to me. <laughs> That's the program you you want to meet, so I know what they did. <laughs> so, so I know the program. And her name was Dr. Lyman. She had Dr. The, Lyman. Lyman. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, she the next day, she helped, she gave all the all the papers out. Mr. Dara went after class. Lyman, I swear to you. They had so many errors. The whole paper was red. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear to God, that woman didn't take no pity on me. You know what you told me? She thought, oh, I hurt your feelings, baby. Oh, she was talking to me just like that, like I was a kid. So I don't want to hurt your feelings, baby. But it's, I've been here 27 years, the worst paper I've <laughs> I gave him a laugh. She said that's the worst paper she ever wrote. She said that's the worst paper I've ever Yeah, man, she told me that. She actually looked at me, dated my face. She said, son, I'm sorry to tell you. She said, I've been here 27 years. She said, that's the worst paper. She said, what did you take English in high school? I said, yes, man, but I said, this is my first time I'm hearing about a piece. <laughs> I told her, I said, I told her, I said, but this is my first time being here. What is the thesis? I ain't never heard of that shit. My high school, I ain't never had to write no damn essay on no theme or no thesis or none of that. Shit. But no, but seriously, man. Seriously, bro, that lady told me that there, man, man, you know, the Kanal called me in the office, that lady called Kanal, no. Cause you know, they, they had a connection with the, you know, right. you know, they're gonna let them people know what's going on with us. And man, boy, Kanal called me in the office. He said, guess what he told me? What he told me? I swear to God, I'll never forget that, bro. See, bro, that, that hurted me real bad. First time they had somebody come through that like that. So teachers were just, you ain't like nothing. Do homework. Everybody looked out for you. Used to do my homework for me. I'm being honest. But you know what? When I look at it, when I look back at it, them coaches and them teachers. Guess what, bro? All they was doing is leading me to destruction. Lead me to destruction. You think you're doing? Y'all think y'all doing me a favor by just letting me pass and all that there because I'm a good football player. And you didn't know no better. Your, I didn't know no better. Your family was not educated. My family was not educated. I'm a I'm a kid, Lima. I'm a kid, man. I'm a kid. But all they, all they wanted was for me to perform on that football field. That's all that mattered. Kennard, the same way, man. I cried and told Kennard. I said, man, I want to at least, at least make my mom proud. At least get close to the degree. He told Ram, me that. I swear to God. He said, Ramsey, you're not here for it. You ain't here for play. You are here to play. Unless you play, pay your scholarship for you to play football. Swear to God, he looked at me just like that there with his red ass, with his racist ass self. Yeah, bro. But you ended yeah. up going to prison where you had to really hold some roles for real, didn't you? Yeah. 
So you being, in the, you're not gonna get no sympathy being a, a great LSU athlete, then get drafted in the NFL where people think you're making millions of dollars. People don't feel sorry for you. No. You're on your own for real. That's now. exactly right. That's exactly right. You're on your own, man. So like you tell me You're on your own. That's just like at, that's just like at Hunts, man. Hunts. Well, Hunts, what is Hunts? Hunts Correctional Center. Okay, where I went to, where I went to prison. Ain't no way in the world that I shouldn't be able to get an attorney. Anybody in the Baton Rouge area or anybody in the Louisiana area that would challenge my charges, challenge my convictions, convictions and challenge Legit. what happened to me while I was in prison. Now you got how I got used up, how I got almost got killed, twice I almost died at Hunts, where it was nowhere my fault and where these people did not do anything. They did everything against me, okay, against policies, okay, just because they figured, oh, he's in a position to sue. So we're gonna mess over him, let him damn near get killed, damn near die twice, and I got all the evidence of how these people used me up, man. I ended up getting stuff from them, from, from, from hunts, from the time I got there, saved them all that money in the athletic, in the athletic department, where they put me in position to where I could have got killed because when they did get the stuff from LSU, so a lot of guys knew that I'm the one who was getting it from them. From, for, that was putting that word. The guy that was over the athletic department, along with the wardens, they was giving it to people that was doing their dirty work. Do, giving them for, for favors. Rats and everything else. And dudes that want to wear LSU stuff that don't even play ball. You mean, that was a big thing wearing LSU stuff? In the well, yeah, of course, man. You know LSU used to send us some brand new stuff. Oh, okay. Shoes and oh, everything. Oh, so you're on, the, on the, the team? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you played on the uh, uh, Hunt's prison football team? Yeah, I played on Hunt's football team two years, two years before I got out. I played in my 50s. You still play? Yeah, guess what I'm playing for though. What you playing? I'm playing because I'm I'm playing because these people want to see me play, man. I've been want to stop playing football, man. What would you mean? I'm getting banged up out there because them people want me to run the program and want me to uh, uh, play to be like a leader like when we go play angle and stuff like that. There. Oh, the, the prison wanted you to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, 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 and and they put my life in danger, man, because. Them dudes would be mad at me. That's one reason. One reason the dude that snuck me. This dude here come from Angola with a licenses where he killed his mistress. He was an ex-police, a former. He was a police officer when he killed his mistress, stabbed her 26 times, and cut her womb out. But they bring him some gun. He was doing all kind of crazy shit in Angola, so they bring him here because the niggas wanted to kill him. That's the dude that hit me, man. That's why my eye blind right now. That's why I got that big lump right here in my head. The dude almost killed me with locks. I'm nothing for no reason. Now the officer that night, that, that day, he wrote a report on my behalf. Said the dude just come out the blue and just stuck me in the TV room with locks. 
So they who, left me in, 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 in the back trying to make me, because you know they look out for police. That's why they brought him from Angola to, to hunt, because they look out for Because he's, he's, he's a former police officer. Exactly. And they brought him over there. And they, they, you think that they told him to, to do that to you? No, he just fucked up like that. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is this here. This, when you get hit like that there, when you get in the fight, they gotta bring you to, to, the, to the medic. Right. To get checked out. God, when I woke up, I was in the cell block, in the shower in the cell block, bloody, all bloody everywhere, man. And then people, I swear, this is the truth. Them people came back there, the warden, two warden, and actually told me, say, daughter, you didn't feel that like that when you was at LSU, huh? I mean, I'm talking about the, and man, I had concussion, huh? Lion, I swear to you on everything I love, I almost died in that cell, man. And people would not let me go. And I was all the way in the right. And these people, man, forced me to go to court. They kept me in there five days before I went to court. Kept me in that block. Five days. You never got medical attention? I never got no medical attention. Let me tell you, let me tell you. They made me, when I went to court, I threw up right in front of the, right, right outside of the door. They told me, oh no, come on in anyway. I went on in and in the thing, and, and the man said, but the only way you gonna get out of the, 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 the inmate council, he told me, Ramsey said, the only way you gonna get out of here, they ain't letting you out, man. They want you, they want you to cop out to, uh, and, and say you, you, you was in the wrong. And I was so sick. I went on and copped out. They left. They let me out. And the captain that brought me back to the to the, to the dome, to back on on the camp on the compound. He he said, "Man, you gotta go to the doctor, man." He said, "Man, them people trying to kill you." You know what I'm saying? Cause he was a he was a captain, but he was a white dude, but he was real real fan. You know, mine's a real fan, a LSU fan. He was young, and and he told he, he took me across the street, and they took me to the rushed me to the hospital in New Orleans. They gonna rush me to the hospital in New Orleans after, after, five, after days. five days, and I stayed in the hospital in New Orleans three days, bro. They sold that. See that big, not like that right here. Hmm? You see? Okay. Busting that. See, I got a knot on my. You know that? See, I got a knot right here. You can't see it, but it's on here. That's what fucked my eye up, man. That's why my eye blind now. It told, it told my, it disconnected my, my, my retina. Now, they did all that there. The sergeant that wrote the report told me, said, man, man, I wrote the report. He said, oh, totally on your favor. He said, you damn had no right to do what they did, man. You supposed to have gone across the street to the medic or to the hospital. He said, man, you were knocked out full of blood. He said they carried you on a stretcher to the back and put you in the, in the. He said, man, he said, all you gotta do is get a lawyer. He said, make that lawyer subpoena me, go to court and all that. And he said, I'm gonna I'm sing like a bird. You know what I'm saying? Cause he said, I was totally wrong, man. You know, shit. Man, I wrote this lawyer from, from uh, I was trying to write this lawyer, this woman that everybody was using. She, she good, shit. 
another dude that another black dude that ran track. I can't think of his name, but he ran track right at the same right after I left. He ran he ran track at LSU. He was two time All American in track. Oh, I can't even think his name, but he's working there, right? And he come told me. He walked from across the street to out to the compound where I was and told me, he said, daughter, he said, man, I never met you. But he said, I had to come on this side, he said, because I'm a former LSU track runner, all-American track runner. And he said, uh, man, and people, and people uh, taking all your, your legal mail, everything you send, he said, because I work in the, in the in the, uh, in the mail room, he said they're taking all your mails and, and, and throwing them away. <laughs> Never got out. Never got out, man. Ain't nothing you can do about not, it. Not, nothing to do about it. I couldn't get it out. And I ain't had nobody, you know, down that was, you know, they were taking, that was, they, you know, they barely would come to see me. You know what I'm saying? So I really didn't have nobody to really take that. Yeah, and now, it went down like that, there, man. Now, now you you did how much? Uh, how much time they gave you in prison? Thirty-two years. They gave you thirty-two years for what reason? What, what happened? Why would they give you th that much time? Simple burger. Simple burger. I mean, can you tell us the story of what happened? You know, I had that first little, that first little thing. I got on probation. Okay. Then I got. I went through that six years. You remember that? You, you did six years? Yeah, that's the time when you was doing your time. Okay. No, no, that was no, before. No, that, that was before. That was before. That was before, yeah. yeah that was before then. So, right. you, so you did six years straight? Yeah, I did six years. I did I did two of them. I did three of them at the uh, police barracks. And you did the other, other ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A woman lied on me and they shipped me to hunt. The she lied. She ain't lied on me. Them people made her lie on me. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Lied on and about what? Said something about what she said, Lorraine. I borrowed, I borrowed two hundred and fifty dollars from her cash. She worked. She, she was working over there at the police barracks. She said you borrowed two fifty dollars from her. Yeah. Now she loaned it to you. Something wrong with her, didn't it? If she loaned it to me, they were supposed to fire her. Yeah, that's right. But the woman lied, man. That woman straight up lied, and I try to tell the people, man, I said, man, I take a lie detective test. I said, I said, I don't even know her. I said, I just speak to her when I come to work. You know, I was working at the at the, at the headquarters, you know. The headquarters off of Foster, Foster right, Drive. Exactly. And that woman I, straight I came, up. I came over to see you a few times. I, yeah, exactly. You sure <clears> did. <throat> uh, Carlos come see me there a few times. Uh, yeah, man, she straight up lied on me, man. An old lady, too, man, old white lady. I wonder why she did that. I think them people pushed her to do that, though. Because the woman don't even know me. Why would she say I lie and say I, 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 I... And you know what, bro? I was going to, uh, I was going to, to the, the, the governor's... Uh, uh, what's the guy that, that watch over the governor? What's his, what's, what's, what's his position in government? Uh, Superintendent? Colonel, his name was Colonel Fontenot. Oh, okay. And he lived on, on, on a police barrack compound. Man, he had two sons. That man used to come get me, man. And I used to sleep at his house, watch football game with him and his kids. And for some reason, somehow, I don't know if that woman, if somebody in that, in that thing didn't like that, huh? Oh, 
that, that nigga that think he all that there, you know what I'm saying? Because he played for LSU, you know what I'm saying? Oh, we don't get him. And that woman, man, so, so that, that time, woman reported that I, that she loaned me two hundred fifty dollars. She wasn't have lost a job, huh? She wasn't have lost a job if she loaned any any kind of money. That's that's yeah, but they don't consider that you. They don't consider that like you're an inmate. But I'm saying, but, police, but, but you're still an inmate. But I'm still an inmate. Yeah. So if you if you if she loaned money, if she loaned money, money, she should have been in yeah, trouble. She should have been in trouble. But nothing happened to her. Nothing happened. So they sent you. They sent you back to hunts. They sent me back to hunts, man, and put me in the cell block for eleven months, man. Before you before you went on. No, before I, I, I got out, I, I left from hunts. Out of the cell blocks. So you came, you came home the first after doing six years. Right. You came home. Then what happened after that? Well, I got. But now, 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 I'm gonna tell a story too. Now you used to come by the restaurant all the time. Mm hmm. And what, what, what you would do? You come see me at the restaurant. What you would do? I come get money from you. And how would you do it? Well, I ain't had to really do it with you. <laughs> yeah, you did. You know, you had a bill. You had an electrical bill or something. Yeah, I can tell you, I got a bill. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I must have had about a million bills. No, I'm telling you, in my days. But that's just that's just the way that man that dope had me doing all kinds oh, of stuff really that was out of, out of my. But I, I would give it to you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, that's I, I, what I'm saying. That's why I say, man, you the best brother, man. No, best, that, that was best I, friend, I, I, best brother. I was like Don Ray Canard, if I wasn't really helping you, I was hurting you. No, 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 because you wasn't doing it. You wasn't doing it like that. That you didn't think that I was strictly just doing out there doing dope. I guess you figured I did need money when I did ask you for it. But you, you, you knew I was probably out there on that dope. Yeah, I got, but I you got just didn't want to turn me down because right, you cared right, about me. Right. You know what I'm saying? You didn't want me to feel bad that oh, lying full of shit. You know what I'm saying? He could have loaned me that. You know what I'm saying? I know that's probably what was in your heart, and that's probably that's the way I would have been feeling too. You know what I'm saying? So I, I knew exactly what. But you ain't never turned me down, man. Not one time. You never turned me but, down. And but, you not know well like Donald Ray Kennard. Donald yeah. Ray Kennard knew exactly what he was doing. No. So after the first, you went to prison the first time. You done six years. You came back home. Mm-hmm. And we, we went to help CK. We find some job opportunities, but nothing yep. happened with that. And, and, and did you really? Were you really? You and I went looking for jobs. Did you really want a job then? No. <laughs> <laughs> I want your money. <laughs> you had me riding all around town for a week. Yeah, I didn't want no damn job. <laughs> I left a job. What <laughs> was that? Had me riding around the whole job, week. Man. I left a job making a whole lot of money. All day long, we be gone. I, I be gone no, with him. I didn't want no job. I wanted them, them dollars. Yeah, then I get through, I gave him a few dollars. That's all he wanted. He hung by me all day for a few dollars. But when I think about that, brother, brother, that's sad, bro. When I went through, so you see, see, I'm gonna tell you another thing about the NFL. Tell you another thing, Lorraine could tell you, man. See, man, I was so down and out. I couldn't turn to nobody on the team because everybody on the team was 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 using. All them dudes, even though I got locked up, with, he was using. He didn't hit the pipe, but he was stunned. big time and smoking any cigarettes. Let me run this down to you, man. This was serious. And Lorraine can remember it like it was yesterday. Say, bro, I was so, I was so dogged out on that dope. I ain't nobody to turn to because everybody on the team, they either was bitter because they had so many dudes getting loaded. Or they was getting loaded and didn't give a damn about nobody else. 
You know what I'm saying? What you going through or what they going through. You know what I'm saying? So I went to them people, man, and told them people I want to go to drug rehab. Because I was told my straight up, I'm hooked on cocaine. You know what I'm saying? It's messing my career up, my life up, and everything. So they had that place called Hazleton. Hazleton? Hazleton. That's, that's who used to run. That's who used to be the program for any player that need to go to a drug rehab. So the Cardinals set me up. Man, I was in there about, it was a 28, 28-day program, all right? I was there about 10 days, man. Then people called me and told me, man, you better get your ass and get your, and you better get your ass and pre-see and pre, pre, pre uh, or what you call it, camp? Pre-see comes the pre-season training? Yeah. You know how they be having them mini camps uh, and all that? Say, you better get your ass down here or guess what? And they put you in treatment. Huh? They put you in treatment, but they gonna tell you Become the price. Yeah. In 10 days. They told me if you, you, you choose either one, you're going to choose uh, Hazleton or the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the Cardinals had no good intentions of helping nobody. No. Why are you going to take me out of drug rehab when, when I tell you I'm sick and I need, I need some, to, to go to a drug rehab and, and I'm there for 10 days? It's a 28 day program. You're going to now 18 days? From so the NFL was in cahoots with some organizations mm -hmm. saying they was helping these players, but they weren't really mm -hmm. doing nothing. But like, okay. like I was saying, these people didn't care, man. All right. Because anytime somebody go to you, knowing that it's a possibility, y'all can cut him because he tell y'all he's on drugs. But anytime he, a person, feel like his life is gone by him because of the drugs, and he decide, man, I don't care what it takes, I want to get off of this stuff. So you had made up your mind? I had made up my mind, man. I made up my mind, man, because I was, I know I was sick. I know I needed help. And I know what I was putting her through. And I made my mind to go there. Didn't happen, bro. Them people didn't care nothing about you. They didn't give a damn. They wanted you over to a bitch. Yeah, they didn't care. As long as you could come to practice, play football, and they get people in that stadium, that's all they cared about, man, the Cardinals. I swear to God. That's why I'm so glad that they moved there. And the owner ain't the owner. His son is the owner, and he operates totally different than the daddy. The daddy married his first cousin, so you know he was a rock. Excuse me. God forgive me for cussing like that. When he married his first cousin. So you left LSU already on drugs. You get to the NFL, St. Louis Cardinals. You you continue the same program. I get to LSU. I'm, I, I leave LSU. I'm introduced to, to drugs. I'm not really on drugs. On drugs. I'm introduced to drugs. But when I got to LSU, when I got to NFL, to the NFL, St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals. Plenty, plenty money. Drugs everywhere. Plenty money, plenty wild women, plenty wild ass football players. They were wild. They party every night. Yeah, almost the whole team. Stick full of that though. Yeah, and they, they knew what was going on. But like Lorraine said, if you call the police on you, go smash the house down, don't even arrest you or nothing. Okay, but let's get, let's that's get not back. no lie. Okay, let's get back to this here. So you went to prison the first time you done six years. Mm -hmm. You came back. 
You and I was working together when you came back, mm-hmm. helping you get jobs and that. But you said you didn't want no job, you just wanted some money. Mm-hmm. What happened after that? What happened after that then? But you said you got 32 years. Why did they give you 32 years? They gave me 32 years for simple verbiage and for saying that I embarrassed LSU. That's what they told you. The, the judge told you The that. judge told me that. Uh, Who was the uh, judge then? Louis Daniel. Louis Daniel told you. Mm-hmm. I broke the heart of his grandson, three years old. His grandson was nowhere around, n- not even thought about when I was playing. So, he so how in the hell I'm gonna break your grandson, huh? He gave you 32 so why, years. Why don't you be a, a, a goddamn man and say I broke your heart, piece of shit. You know, that's what I started telling him, but I did rebuttal his, 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 his comments. You know, I told him, I said, I said, hold up, your honor. I said, let me say something to you. You know, I said, you tell I broke your heart, your son, grandson's heart, and I, and I put a black eye on LSU. I said, you remember when I played? Dada, who don't know you? Said you was a great player. I said, you ever heard anything about me when I was at LSU? No. No, sir, but that doesn't mean that it didn't put a black eye on LSU even after he was gone, you know? I said, sir, I said, your honor, I said, I didn't recruit LSU. I said, LSU recruited me. I said, I, was, I couldn't have went to 30 other schools besides LSU, but I chose to come to LSU. But I said, LSU recruited me. I said, I didn't recruit LSU. And I said, guess what? I said, I was a perfect student when I was at LSU. I was a great football player. And I said, I never was, was, was a, I said, I was never disciplined for anything. Four years out at LSU, and I said I gave it everything I had for LSU, and I said, and I said, y'all trying to give me all this time because I let your grandson down and put a black eye on LSU. But they gave you thirty-two years, thirty-two with no parole, no parole, no parole, no probation. Coach Brown, the one got me that. Let me tell you something. Who's Coach Brown? Coach Dale Brown. What, what, What did Coach Dale Brown do? Coach Delbron, the one got the, 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 the governor to give me a gold seal pardon, man, and them people, well. And how many years you had done, done it before? Coach 19 Brown? years, eight months, man. Almost 20 years. Almost 20 years. And Coach Brown fought for you to just to get, get you out of there. Get me out of there. Other than that, I've still been locked up right now. How long ago was that? How long you been out of there? 2017, it's four years. Four years. That's right. And you know, the, the biggest thing is, when I was getting getting my parole thing, the people on the parole board were saying, one man, one guy said, Mr. Dada, I don't really know you. He said, but I've been on the parole board for 18 years. He said, I've never seen nobody with a record like yours. So you did 19 years, eight months, and you only got one write-up? He said, that's almost, that's almost unheard of. He said, you, you go to jail, you get right up for throwing gum on a walk, anything. He said, you got one right up. I said, yeah. And I said, that was an Angola. I said, because a guy threw something on me. I was serving him. I said, he threw something on me, and I, and I retaliated. But I said, you could look on the thing. You, see, you, you, could, see, you could see it was just a, a what you call it. Didn't, it, it. It didn't even come against me. But they got, I said, they got a mark. They got to write both, both people up. I said, that's the, only, that's the only reason I got that one right up. 
So you did 19 years and eight months on a 32 year sentence. And the sentence was for what? Simple burger. Simple burger. What did you burgerize? A shit. A shit in the back of a house. What did you take out the house? At the house? Uh, at the shade. What did you take out the shade? 27 inch TV. A broken TV. A broken TV. And, and I think, I think, uh, I don't know, I might have had, I think I had something else. I'm not sure. I can't remember exactly. But huh? Yeah, the wheelbarrow. And so you walked down the street with a wheelbarrow and a broken TV in it? It just drove up on me. It drove up on you? Yeah. And, and it rested you right there. Mm -hmm. So you went to prison for 19, and a half, eight, 19 years, eight months for a wheelbarrow and a broken TV. And it gave you 32 years. It's triple, triple bill me. From the little past, that, that, that from the little past, from the little past, yeah, that, charges that, I had, that the three probation. Strike, the, the three strike rule was That's right. right. Yeah, so, that, so that worked against you. Oh yeah, and that took, worked you, against you. It took you away from your family and loved ones. They kangaroo me about how they gave me this time, bro. I swear to you. It was totally, totally illegal. They stuck it to me. Then they put a 10 year parole on me now. Because this and I had a whole gold seal from the government. I still I'm got at, it now. where I'm at right now. Because he got all his, like, fighting in Louisiana. I ain't getting that. I'm going to take it higher. Because he got a lot of his civil rights. Oh, dude. But you see, Man. just Louisiana. And this is what they pulled in the, the, the pull out of you. No. Okay. And, but this is what I'm saying. This 10 year pull, pull them no good son of bitches. This is what they pulled over his head, keep his ass quiet for 10 years. Okay? Yo. Yeah. If not, they pull you back in here. Yeah, but I'm trying to get that on me. Coach Brown told me already. When I get back down here, um, and we gonna, he going to hook me up to go see, he going to go, me and him going to go so, see the, go, the governor. So the governor gave you a gold seal. What is a gold seal? Gold seal is a party. Gold seal party. You know, you had to, to look back, you had to sign nothing, you got no more obligation. You no longer. You got all your rights back. But this, but all of a sudden, they, that was how, how did they take that from you? I don't know how they did it. All they did was tell me, tell me, Mr. Dutta, you have to go to, you have to go before the parole board, yeah, before they let you out. And I said, how they go? How I gotta go? I went to what you call it? Well, I went to my my dorm and got my my gold seal, and I went show it to to, to this counselor, counselor, you know, counselor. And Hunts, I said, how in the hell can I, how in the hell, why? And I called call Cole Brown, Cole Brown said, you got to go see a pardon from the governor. So I got it from you, for you myself. What, what governor was it? Bill Edwards, that's on right now. John Bill Edwards. John Bill Edwards. And they overruled it. They overruled it, man. But Ramsey, look, they made me, they got me as a, a terrorist. Uh, no. How in the world I became a terrorist? I'm on the terrorist group. I was at a bank, opened up an account, and uh, the young lady that, that's over the bank, she came to talk to me because she had to, she couldn't figure this out. Like, she said, "Well, you know, what's what's going on with you?" I didn't know what she was talking about. So, what do you mean? Well, I see has a problem with the federal government. Yeah, yeah, but that's that, that, that been resolved. Well, you sure? So, well, they got you on the, uh, I forgot, call it uh, OFAC. 
that you're on the old fact list. Mm-hmm. Well, what is the old fact list? Before. I ain't never knew. I never heard the old fact list. Well, you're on the old fact. What is the old fact? She didn't know either. Now she she's been at the bank for many years. She said, I don't know what that is. That's something we got to check when we open up a account for anybody. So she decided to go and look at it to find out what it is. You serious? Yeah, they got me on the terrorist list, so they they can do things. I went down the next day to the federal courthouse to find out what happened. Who, who, who made this happen? But the people had to retire. They re- right when they retired, they put my, I guess they put my name in there, in this, in this, uh, on the database. Ter- yeah, in that, that base, yeah. Because, I, you know, they was gone. So they're not, they're not accountable for it. They, they, they people some low down stuff in this country. And I know what they're doing to you. I mean, you, the, the governor, the highest authority and a higher official in, in any state. Right. They, they trumped him by saying, no, we gonna, you gotta go through the pro, 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 probation parole. Now, he already done 19 and a half, 19 years, eight months. On a charge that don't care for 12 years. You, you had a wheelbarrow and a broken TV. Right. But that's dumb on your part anyway. We're still walking down the street with a wheelbarrow and a broken TV. Out of your mind. Huh? Out of my mind. When you when you when you when you when you addicted, when you was an addict, when you did enough drugs where you got addicted and you're an addict, you have you can't think for yourself, man. Don't you don't think think about that next hit. Exactly. How you can't think for yourself, Lima. You can't. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't rob me. No, you hell no. You, you, you figure you're gonna use your charm. Exactly. You got people like you enough to Right. Rob. That and when I did I Mess around and hooked up with little dude in Baton Rouge, and that's when I did my first burglary. And I said, "Man, this this kind of easy, you know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, yeah, that, 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 that became your program. Yeah, and I, I was hitting really wasn't hitting houses. I was hitting sheds. Just go get some stuff out of the shed and go make a few dollars. Go make go make forty fifty dollars. And go go buy your nuts. Go buy a crack. Go, go buy me some crack. We wouldn't bring nothing up to your wife and children. Hell no." That didn't even cross your mind. No. You had, you had to feed your own issues, huh? You, you got to feed, man, that crackers, man, that's terrible. That's a, but they got the worst, the worst right now, though, is that, is that crystal meth and that, and that heroin and that fentanyl. Yeah, they're taking them out now. Oh, uh, it's lot, killing them. A lot of them are Yeah, and they look like, they look like, they look like the, you ever seen that show, The, the Walking Dead? Some of them look like, man, they look like the walking dead, especially the ones on that crystal mat. Oh, they full of souls and everything, man. I'm glad I wasn't on that there. That was a, that crack, though, man. That crack so, just so, made you want to smoke it, made you want to smoke it, smoke it, smoke it. It did, didn't get you no more higher than but, your first hit. But you, but you want to get to that next But it just make you, you want to get, you want to keep chasing it because you keep trying to get that. That, that you fury on that first hit. Lyman, I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. There's the God on his truth, brother. I swear, I told Lorraine this said, man, I cried for that woman there a hundred times, maybe, maybe 200 times. But I'm gonna tell you right now, the night I got in that car, 1988, I'll never forget, March the 31st, that's when I got arrested. I was sitting in the back car, man, and then people were talking about me like a dog, them police. 
oh, that's daughter. Oh, man, that's some bitch that don't want to do the right. You know, I'm hearing them saying all these crazy things, you know what I'm saying? Man, something came over me, Lyme, and I won't lie to you. It came on over me in the back seat, man. And man, I just went to praying. I just went to praising God, and I just went to praying. And I know they was in there laughing. Oh, he got caught, you know, now he won't turn to God. I'm hearing them saying all this here, but I'm not even letting it bother me, because I know one thing, I'm going to serve some time. I know these people going to give me some time, you know what I'm saying? So I asked God, I said, God, I said, I'm going to do some time. And I said, wherever they send me at, I said, you know how much drugs they got in jail prison. I don't know about where you was, but where I went to Angola and at Hunts. More drugs in prison than on the street. Yeah? More drugs in prison than on the street, especially at Angola. More drugs, not just drugs at Angola, prostitution and everything else. Goes prostitution? Oh, man, in 99, in 99, they arrested 20, 26 female officers for prostitution running a prostitute ring at, at uh, Angle. They sent me to Camp G. Oh, that's the worst one. But I, I didn't go there to stay. I went there to work. That's, so I was in, I was in, that, I was in. That's a uh, death row. No, 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 no. That's CC Lockdown is death row. Yeah, CC Lockdown is death row. Yeah. Camp J is for, that's dudes that's bad guys. Bad guys. But, Bass is the dormitory that feed them. So that's where I was, at Bass, right? Bass, B-A-S-S? B-A-S-S, okay. Bass, like bass fish. Okay. okay, well, Lyman, there's so much, there was so much dope back there. You hear me? And I'm working on the tears. I'm, I'm working in the kitchen. I'm going to serve them. And I'm selling cigarettes and, and Lyman. They had so much dope back there, crack, heroin, uh, that other shit I was just talking about. Meth. Meth. Anything you wanted, they had it. In the, in the marijuana. In, in, Anything in Angola. It ain't Angola. Camp J. Yeah, Camp What? That's always Angola, man. Them, some of them dudes ain't never going home, bro. So they can't keep that dope out of there. Them, Free folks, man, they ain't making that much money. They gonna bring that Free dope. Free for the gold. Oh, yeah, they bring all the dope at Angola. That hunts too. Hey, man, I asked God, I said, in that back of that car, I said, Lord, please help me get off of this dope. Help me to help me to resist it, to refuse it, to be strong. And I ain't gonna lie to you, lie, when I used to be seeing them dudes smoke. And, and that, that's how cocaine do you. That's how crack do you. See, when you want to hit, oh man, you'll shit on yourself and everything else. If you can't yeah, get it, you'll shit, puke, and everything else. Man, I, I used to run to the bathroom, go shit, keep from shitting on myself, because I wanted to hit so bad. But you know what, Lyman? I could proudly say, I could proudly say, brother, it's been 24 years since I did any cocaine or any kind of drug that will alter my mind. Amen. 24 Amen, years. Amen, my brother. Amen, my brother. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. But no, man, I'm healthy, and guess what? I think you still think I'm crazy 
but I might be a little crazy. I ain't gonna lie to you. But I got I got a lot more sense than credit. Trust me. <laughs> you might be a little crazy. You like, you like Donald Rick and all just a football player, dummy. I ain't got no life after football. Now, now so you've been out for four years. Mm -hmm. You can, you got out over the summertime of 2017. Yes, I did. So I got out March, September, September the first. Towards the end of the year. Okay. September the first. Yeah. So now, what does it feel like for you now? You've been out. You've been able to, you know, hang out with your children. You hadn't been. You had been with your children over 19 years, right. eight months. You're right. So what has life been? You got grandchildren. Now, tell us about where you at now. What's going on? Well, you and your what you know, wife, Lorraine. You know, I had the little incident with the storm in Lake Charles. But prior to that, Last I was year. living in Baton Rouge my first year. I was living in Baton Rouge. I even accepted one of my granddaughters uh, to come live with us for a little while. For a couple semesters, I like that too. Right, pretty beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After about a year or something, we moved to Lake Charles. My wife wanted to get this thing going, and then the storm came. What, what storm was that? Hurricane Laura. Laura. Yeah. Two, two, two hurricanes back to back. Right, and totally destroyed our home. Yeah, like it, that it, we had just like it moved in. That we just moved in. Yeah, exactly. And we had been there about two months, huh? Yeah, just when we moved yeah. the furniture in there. But we had just finished the moving, the furniture. moving the furniture in there. That same, we left, and the next day the stone came. After you moved all your furniture in there. Yeah. After yeah. I moved yeah. all my furniture you in there. All, all the furniture from I just bought me a brand new ride lawnmower with John Deere. <laughs> Didn't even get the chance to cut my yard. <laughs> Yeah. I had a big old yard, hundred yards. The yard. Yeah, that, that was a, it. Was a beautiful house. Uh, yeah, that house blew up from the inside. It blew up from the inside. Yeah, I mean, it Man, it's just like a like a tornado just. But also, also, you got out. You volunteer a lot of time with the our organization called PASS, which stands for Professional Athlete Supported Students. Exactly. And PASS really appreciate you. Showing up, showing out, oh, and man. being there for the students, telling them your story, encouraging them to stay in school. I'll be really honest with you, it. it was my pleasure to do that because basically that's something in my heart and my mind I really wanted to do. I really wanted to be able to give back and be able to uh, be an example for other kids, especially kids coming out of a small place like, like, like where I come from. Or even even uh, people that grew up in the inner cities in 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 drug infested areas and 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 just coming up in you know and 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 having it hard and me being able to tell them what they can do to to avoid that kind of life. It's it's all about your decisions. If I would have never decided, if I would have never made that decision to touch that drug, I don't care what kind of education I didn't get from LSU or from high school or what, I think I'd have still been able to make better choices in my life. So choices is choices play a big role in how you're gonna live, man. You know what I'm saying? Because you can make some you can make some choices, man, that could that can mess your life, your whole life up. That's irreversible. But I thank God that my life is, is reversible because if I would have been still doing, if I'd have got out, still doing the things that I was doing, I'd be dead right now. 
I'd be useless to anybody. I'd be useless to my grandkids, but I got a, man, I got a tremendous, splendid relationship with my grandkids. How many grandchildren you have? All together? Yeah. 18. 18? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know you had that, but I know you had eight or nine. No. <laughs> no, I got more than but, that. But I, I, my, just my son, and one, one of my son and one of my daughters got, my son, my daughters got, just my daughters got five, Lakeisha. <laughs> and and uh, my son's got five. That's ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my other son, my oldest son, he got what, three? Three or four? Uh, what Cody got? Four? Yeah. <laughs> then Nisa got two. But the beauty of it too is that after you're doing 18, 19 years and eight months, your lovely wife of, of 1984 That's right. showed up. That's right. To, to greet you, to get you, to bring you home. Oh, yes, indeed. That's a powerful thing all by That's itself. right. And my wife. Lorraine. And my wife. Davis. Even though, even though she didn't, she waited till the last year or two to really come see me, but we, we kept a, a good uh, vibe between us and our kids. Yeah, well, I mean, she wanted to, to make sure that my kids. You know what I'm saying? And she wanted to be, but she, but she never stopped. She bringing my kids up here first, and then when they got old enough to drive, they started coming on their own. But she never stopped making my children stay in my life, and I thank her for that. We got to give kudos to Miss Lorraine Dada. That's right, my dear friend. That's uh, right. For being Cause nobody know what I put her through, man. I put her through real hell. So you, I, you can't blame her for. Not knowing, cause she thinking, well, you might not make it out of prison. Exactly. So she wasn't gonna lose hope. You know, getting all right. excited. Exactly. You let it out several times before. Right. Hey, that's a lot of time. Yes, indeed, man. That's a that's lot, a lot of, time. of time, my boy. That's a lot of time. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm grateful for her, bro. I'm thankful for her, bro. I won't lie to you, I am. I cried every day for my wife, man. I won't lie to you. I cried every day for right. I love Lorraine, man. I love my children, man. I love the life, bro. But I just like I told you, the addiction is the son of a gun. It's the devil. Believe that. Believe that, because I know I've always been strong, man. I've always been strong. When I got on that dope, man, I was just... The dope overtook oh, all of You ain't nothing compared to that dope. You got to give a shout out to uh, those who supported you throughout your uh, trial, tribulation, you'll stay at the institutions like Coach Dale Brown who fought oh, the fight from day one. Coach, Coach Dale Brown, him. man, never, never from, from day one, man. I remember him. That was you. Yeah, we, we, we you, came in a couple of times. Came in a couple of times. Uh, what's that little basketball player? Uh, we, it was Chris Jackson back then. Uh -uh. No, Jack it wasn't Chris Jackson. It wasn't Chris Jackson. It was that little dude from Bucklusa. He was real good on the first cut to LSU. Point guard. Oh, I can't remember his name. Tress Irvin. Chris Irvin. Tress Irvin. But y'all come see me. Yeah. But Coach Dale Brown, man, been like, been, been like, been like a daddy to me. Who, who else came to see you on the regular? Jerry Stovall. Coach Stovall. Coach see Stovall. You? He comes see me on the regular. Sam well, Nader. Sam Nader. He ain't never come to Coach Sam Nader and never come see me. He just checked on me. But he checked on me and. <laughs> Help you with every what you, with every, what exactly, you need. Exactly. Exactly. 
Yeah, he done retired now, so we, he gonna be missing. He gonna be one of Coach Nader retired? Yeah, Coach Nader retired five, six months ago. You got to be kidding. Yes, you don't know, you know Coach Sam Nader retired? And he's supposed to come do an interview with me at count time. He didn't, he, he reneged on that. You need to get on him about that. Let him know that we expected well, him What he had now? Probably at home. We, he went home after, what? Oh, so he don't work at LSU no more? No. After, oh. Man, I got to find out what Coach Nader had, man. 46 years, 47 Oh, years. man. That, that's a good dude, don't Oh, yeah, man. Coach he Nader looked out for all of I'm telling you, man. Coach Nader been there. I'm talking about he ain't never changed, man. Yeah. Just a good dude, man. Yeah, Just a good man. Good, soft-spoken yeah, and everything. Yeah, you always, always had to Coach Nader home. was there for me, man. <laughs> a lot of people was there for me. Yeah, yeah, but there's a lot of people that I thought was going to be there for me. That was not there. That was not there, man. So anybody else you'd like to Family support? members and friends. Anybody else that like I to say, anybody else who supported you that you want to kind of give a shout out to? I want to give a shout out to Coach Jenkins. Pete Jenkins. Pete Jenkins. I who, love who, Pete Jenkins. Who is Pete Jenkins to you? Pete Jenkins? Yeah. How you know Coach Pete Jenkins? That was my other daddy when I was at LSU. <laughs> Coach Jenkins, man. He treated me like a son, man. Yeah. Me and Leonard, he, that, uh, he was our daddy. Yeah, yeah, he looked out for y'all. Oh, yes, indeed, you. man. Loved it, me and Lenny, man. He was a good Loved coach. Loved it, all of us. He's a good coach. Too. He's still working. Damn good coach. Yeah, he's still working. He just had to, we live in uh, Baton Rouge. And what is he doing? He he still does the things with other universities. He go to Alabama. He go to all, he go all over the country just doing his teaching and training. Breaking out film, breaking out video, oh, kind of Coach still do what he do. Oh yes, indeed, man. I love that dude, man. Yeah, well, he love you too. Yes, man. indeed, you man. Yes, indeed. Well, yeah. Well, Who else, man? Who else, man? Well, I can give kudos to Willie Teal and give kudos to a lot of dudes, man. That try to Lafleur, Greg Lafleur. Yeah, man. Yes, indeed, man. Greg LaFleur stayed in touch with me. Greg LaFleur could see me about a hundred times at Hunts, man. Oh. Yeah. Really Greg LaFleur could see me a bunch of times, man. Well, look, Ralph, yeah. we, we appreciate you taking your time to come on Count Time and tell your story. And we appreciate your lovely wife, Lorraine. Well, y'all get along well. And we always oh, yeah. have fun. When, oh, yeah, when, when you was part of coming for supporting past. But my old faithful Lorraine would always show up. She'd bring you out there. Oh, yeah. So, and oh, I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate you, sweetheart, for being there with us, being oh, up in yeah. the past. She, she loves some lime and white, man. Yeah, man she knows she good man she see she one. She said you were supposed to be her boyfriend. Oh, Lord, she ain't tapping the old man. <laughs> she ain't got tapping the old man. She said lime was supposed to be my boyfriend. <laughs> she was too young. She, you, you was already robbing the crib when you met her. So, but Ramsey, we'd like to thank you uh, for uh, being here today, and it was been it's been a delight, it's been an honor. We've been knowing each other for a long time. We have a lot of history. Yes, we do. But you truly has been a, have been a brother to me, and you have always shown a lot of love, a lot of respect, oh, and I admire you for the man that you are. Tools are still here for you. That's right. And we we're gonna trust and believe God that these days gonna come where you're gonna be blessed and mm -hmm. fruitfully and that you benefit monetarily for you because you, you got a wonderful story hopefully you're going to write that book where we can talk about the book next oh, time oh yeah it's going to happen
Uh, maybe, maybe uh, a it's movie. It's gonna happen, man. You got a hell of a story. Two things happen in my life. Bro. Yeah, so you got a hell of a story. Negative bro. and positive, but yeah. sometimes it takes both. Oh, yeah, it takes know? both. I mean, with, without a negative charge or a bear and a positive charge, bear won't work. Exactly. So we got to have both You're right. work. You're right. You're and, right. And we got your story today, and that's gonna make count time work for us and for those coming behind us. Thank you, my brother. Once again, can I just say one time. more thing? Welcome to say it. Look, I just want to say this here. Me and my wife always fussing because it always has something to do with LSU. And I tell her that no matter what LSU has done or what has happened at LSU, the negative part, not the positive part, the negative part, don't even matter because that was the best time of my life and I met the best people at that time okay I made my first I made my son while I was at LSU my senior year my wife got pregnant and that's where I met my wife at and it's been the best best part of my life best time of my life no matter what didn't happen at LSU, I'm always love LSU, man, and the people that I met at LSU. Always, that's gonna always be in my heart. I don't give a damn what nobody else say. I love LSU. That's Simple right. as that. LSU chose you while you were in prison. What 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 they chose you as? Huh? LSU chose you. The people from LSU had a uh, they was doing a what you call that again? Best players of all time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you was in prison, right? And what happened? They still chose that number ninety-eight, and they still chose me as one of the best players of all time. Of all time. And they chose while you were in prison, you got that honor bestowed on you as one of the the best one hundred players right. in the history of LSU. Right. How did that make you feel that time? That made me feel. That made me feel great, man. That's why. In my heart, I could never, I could never, I could never hate on LSU, never. I love LSU, and if my grandkids grow up to be ball players, which I I, I see two, I see three of them yeah, that put, I know. Put that last big-headed one. Yeah. Yeah, I know you're gonna be a big yeah. ball player. You know I got a nephew at LSU. Right, right. Yeah. Now, who's your nephew? Sage. Say, who is Sage? Sage Ryan. Okay, what do you play? From Lafayette, corner, uh, 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 safety. Okay, yeah, okay. he was a five-star player. All right. Uh huh. I went to the celebration uh, when we was in New Orleans, you know, from from that song. And uh, he called me, man, and told me, said, uh, his dad called me, and told me, said, man, he said, man, uh, he said, dad, he said, uh, oh, man, that's my brother. That's my brother's son. That's my brother. Says is my brother's grandson. But I was talking to Sage's daddy, right? My brother's son. Uh, and he told me, he said, man, Sage got my mama them going crazy around here because he went to Alabama camp. And he talking about he going to Alabama. And my mama them tripping down here. Man, you think you any way possible, you can call the LSU and find out who, uh, by Corey Raymond, that's the coordinator. That's the uh, defensive back coach. Right. 
See, that's who recruiting them. Can you find out what's going on? Because he's supposed to be signing this weekend. This was uh, like about a Tuesday, all right? So I got on the phone, called Coach Nader. Coach Nader put me on the phone. With, uh, now I talked to Coach Nader first. I think I was Coach Nader. Yeah, yeah, I talked to Coach Nader first. And, uh, and Coach Nader was telling me, he said, man, we've been doing everything. He said, even Kevin Falk, you know, that's his first, that's his mama is Kevin Falk's first cousin, you know? And Trey Falk is his mama's brother. Duh. Yeah. So they've been on his ass too. Coach asked me if I'd go down and, you know, give him a little support and see where, where his mind at, right? Shit. Man, I went down there, man, for the thing, man, shit. Man, that boy saw me, man, went crazy, went all over, jumping all on me and stuff like that. And, and looked at me and said, man, my daddy, my daddy crazy, man. I said, man, I ain't going to the damn Alabama. <laughs> 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 he said, Daddy crazy. Yeah, he said, What well, daddy crazy? He said, Man, I ain't going to the damn Alabama. I'm just doing that to mess with him. You heard oh, that? Crazy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he committed that day, man. Yeah, but he's a, he's, he's a good player. But he got hurt twice, huh, Lorraine? Oh, that's part of the game. Hey, well, hold on. Did you he make All American at LSU? Were you All American? I made one uh, All American thing, but I can't think of the. I can't think of the I, I don't remember what the, what the uh, yeah, okay. what it was. I didn't make the. the but but the, you made all SEC twice. Yeah. First team all SEC. Uh huh. Okay. Yep. Okay. I was SEC defensive lineman of the year. You was SEC defensive lineman. You seen I beat that? Reggie White out. Oh. Huh. You beat Reggie White out. Mm hmm. Defensive. Hey, let me tell you. Let me year. tell you what happened. You know that at, uh, Atlanta Touchdown Club used to be the one to give the SEC. Awards. He's a defensive player of the year. You know, I guess they switch that around every year or whatever years, and they give a, a MVP, offense, off, offensive line, defensive line, and then skill position. You know what I'm saying? Or offense and on defense for MVPs. I go over there. They got they got that big boy Jack Klein from Alabama. They got. That nose guard from Auburn, I can't even think of this big dude name, man. Big old black dude. He's good. I can't think of his name. They had him there. They had Reggie White. They had me. I forgot who that but they had five people. Reggie sitting right here talking to some dudes. I'm sitting right across from him. Like in the front of him. Yeah, like in the front of him. But I'm talking, to, I'm talking to other people. I'm not even paying no attention. Cause you know you ain't getting no awards. Man, man, I ain't getting no damn awards, man. <laughs> with, uh, what was that boy there from Auburn, man? Stacy Rocker. You ever heard of him? I don't remember. You remember Stacy Rocker? Okay, we used to talk, right? I'm talking to somebody. Reggie, them talking. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, Reggie hit my leg. Say, hey, man, they're calling you up there. Don't, daughter, they're calling you up there. I said, call me up where? He said, man, you, they calling you. Your name, get your ass up there. That's what Reggie told me. That. Get your ass up there. They call you up there. You talking too damn much. That was Reggie. I swear to God, I'll never forget it, right? I woke up there, man. The man announced me as the winner SEC defensive lineman of the year. 
Dog. I got a big old trophy. And Lorraine, let me show you something. Let me show you how why I didn't make first why I didn't make the All American. The All -American. Ain't nobody in the, ain't nobody in the country playing better than me, man. I'll be honest with yeah, you. My you, senior year, you, you, you embarrass the big Remington. You embarrass him. What nobody in the country playing better than me, man? But you know what? LSU never gave me my. They never put me in the paper like they were supposed to. They never uh, promoted you. They never promoted me nationwide. But the, the, they still gave you the award. Yeah, I'm talking about the SEC. SEC. I'm talking about All-American. All I'm talking about yeah. the big awards. That's the reason why I don't think I won none. But I don't think there was nobody being honest with you. I don't think there, you know what? Lorraine can tell you, I told her the same night. You know what they remember to say in the, in, 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 in the crowd? Say, this man right here, if, 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 if we know that they don't usually give the losers no, no award. But this man, if, if, the, if LSU would have won tonight, this, there's no doubt in my mind that this man is the best nose guard I played in my whole career, and he should be, he should should have got, he would have got MVP. Yeah, because they gave it to him, and he knew he didn't deserve it. He knew he didn't deserve it. I, I put him on the bench in the fourth quarter. What about what about six seven minutes left? He couldn't breathe. He was on sideline with a, with a, with an oxygen mask. I had him chasing me, chasing me all night long with that 350 pounds that he was had his his, his, his bars like that. Then they had me on the ground like he was gonna drop the weights on me. Man, you put a whooping on it. Man, I was, man, I was coming coming in on his chest. Man, I swear to you, it feel like I wanted to break my forearm on his on his chest. Yeah, that's how I was coming off on him. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Look, let me tell you what I did one time. <laughs> let me tell you what I did one time. I ain't gonna lie to you. I swear to you. I I I didn't say that there. But anyway, him and the guard double teamed me. Okay. And they caught me kind of kind of standing up. And man, they punished me. You heard? I ended up way behind the linebackers. <laughs> and they finally got you. Huh? Yeah, they got they got they double teamed you. Yeah, they double teamed me and they wiped me out. Man, the guard was big all American too. You know. But look, check this out. About two plays later, huh, I knew he wasn't expecting that that it was a pass play line. I ain't gonna lie to you. I sacrificed, I said, hell I ain't gonna mess with the quarterback. I'm finna deal with this big fat sucker in front of me. <laughs> God forgive me, man. I love Remington, but God forgive me. Let me tell you something. Say, man, I ain't gonna lie to you. You know how the Sims got open their legs to Step the ball. Lyman, I ain't gonna lie to you. I put that helmet right on his knee, right under his knee, on that shin bone right there. I'm talking about man. I went. I didn't even worry about the play. I just went straight for his leg. Pow! Boy, he hollered like a panther. I ain't gonna lie to you. Oh, what you trying to do? You trying to do? I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you what time it is. The rest of the night, man. It was hell for me. Hey, brother, you treated you treat like a white mouth mule out right there. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, you know, when I got out, I went, I went do a uh, 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 ESPN thing with uh, Gary Golden Rush. Golden Rush. Yeah. And Baldy brought me in there from LSU. Yeah, Golden Rush. I went over there and did a, 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 a thing with ESPN. At his, at, his, at his thing. Okay. And they, they, and they had 
the film from they wanted to talk about me and Pete Jake. Jenkins, and they wanted to talk about the Nebraska game. So they had film and all that there. Highlights, they had already cut the highlights and everything on me and Remington. They wanted me to talk. They wanted. They got mad, man, because they wanted me to talk bad about the man. Talk about how I whipped him and all that there. Lorraine too. Lorraine you, you, was in there you, you, on me. But you didn't have to talk. You 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 work on the field that you're talking. That's about. exactly what I told him. I said, man, I don't. You don't do that. You don't go go to bragging on national TV when you done played a great a great player like. And what game that was the Sugar Bowl? No, that was the Orange Bowl. Orange Bowl. Yeah, yeah in Miami. Yeah, they were mad at I me. Mean, I mean, because he was supposed to, he was supposed to take you out. Oh yeah, they were they, they had built that up. Oh, they had built that up, man. It, it was, that was '84. That was '83. Uh, '83. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you, you got there, you, you embarrassed. Mm. Oh, I embarrassed. And Stovall gave that game up, man. Oh man, don't see that. I'm just saying though, I know I should say it on TV, but I said he gave, it's not, that, it's not that he did a bad job coaching, he did a damn good job coaching, but his decision at the end, oh, okay. it was a minute, it was two minutes and 15 <laughs> seconds left when we scored, when we kicked the field goal, but here we had Jesse Miles, Dalton Hillier, Gary James, you had all them guys and Gene Lane. All in the same backfield. I mean, you know, all of them was there. Duh. Okay, Dalton was freshmen. You remember Dalton and, 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 uh, and Gary was freshmen. Then they had Gene Lang and, 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 and Jesse Miles. It's just no longer with us. And he took them three points off the board, man. We was up 14, we was up 20 to 14. We kicked the field goal. Right? We made it 23 to 14 with two minutes and something left. Now listen to this here. Throw the ball now. Take the three point. Because the ball didn't move the ball now all the way to the one and a half. Because uh, on the field goal, what you call it, jumped outside. Nebraska jumped outside. So Stowall took the points off and went for it. But instead of that, you on the one yard line. You got, you got, you got a choice between Dalton here, Gary James, uh, Gene Lang, Jesse Miles. All four of them ended up in the pros. Okay, but you gonna try to throw a pass? <laughs> you gonna call a pass? <laughs> You remember that? You don't remember I don't that remember. Game? I was gone. You remember that, Lorraine? I, I remember. I don't remember the game like that. Man, man. through the pass, man. Through the pass. Y'all was, was up by 10 with two minutes to go. With two minutes to go. And now you, you only up by three. I mean by six, seven. Yeah. Well, on the, yeah. Right. So, they, so they, they had to score twice to beat y'all in two minutes. Look, this this was so this interview was so good. Uh, we got a, we got a part two gonna be coming up because uh, Ramsey gave us some very in, a lot of good insight, interesting stories, and and my, may I didn't interview both you and Lorraine when we can get some debates and some argument going on here. Oh yeah, man, <laughs> I ain't, I'm enjoying it, Lama. No, I enjoy I it too. You. I enjoy it too. Yeah, I enjoy always, it, man. This is the great. Ramsey. You know what? You know what I really want. You know what I can't wait to do. What's that? Since I'm be back here, is 
I want to get back in that program with you, man. Oh, with Pat? Yeah, I like to do that, man. Oh, I man. love kids, man. Well, I know that you did an awesome job, man. Sure. Yeah, I know, but I, but, I want to do it because I but, miss it. But we got to do some other things, too, that go, you know, it, it takes you know, it takes money to survive. You just can't keep... But uh, we appreciate you being here, and we welcome you to come time, and we were great. It was just wonderful hearing your story. In your uh, thrill of victory, but also the agony of defeat. That's right. It really did, brother. That was the worst choice I ever made. Is when I decided to 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 try crack cocaine back in the early eighties. But but we gonna. And I don't blame nobody. I don't blame nobody because anytime somebody chooses to do something on their own, you can't blame nobody else. Because you made that job. You made that job. You have to live with the consequences. You got to live with the consequences. You know what I'm saying? It's just that I regret having to live and go through what I went through, man. You put your family through. I went through, through straight up hell, man. I went up through straight up hell, I'm 20 years, almost 20 years in prison, homeboy. And six, you got, and six years you got, before that, When too, you right? got to sleep with one eye, especially the first three years I was at Angola, you got to sleep with one eye open, one glove. When you see death every day, every day. You saw death every day at Angola. Man, I saw death at Angola every day. Somebody was I gone. heard about death at Angola every day. Cause see, Angola got three or four camps. But you hear about death at Angola every day when I was there. So somebody getting, somebody be, being killed, being killing somebody. Killed. Or killing somebody, that's, that's just the way it is. You talking about every day? Yeah, well even free folks, they had a, they had a killing when I was at Angola. Uh, 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 Captain, whatever, I can't, even, I can't even remember the man's name, man. Man, and I'm talking about, man, they whooped a whole bunch of us, man, that we ain't had nothing to do with it. It was at a whole other camp, but they just decided we were going to whoop everything in the whole, all Angola because of this killer. Now, what you mean, whoop you? What you mean, whoop you? Yeah, what you mean? What you think I mean, whoop you? I mean, he came cuss at y'all, fuss at no, y'all? No, beat your ass. That's what I mean. They strip y'all down? Yeah, hell yeah, man. Put you through all, put us through all kind of, all kind of stuff, man. Because somebody... It was crazy, man. They killed the, because the inmates killed the, killed the captain. Killed the guard, man. And, that, and so y'all had to pay the consequences for it. That's all right, man. That was hell. Till the time I left Angola, man, I was so glad when they told me, man, pack your shit up, you gone, going to hunt. Yeah, it's not a pleasant place, bro. Believe me, hunts ain't a pleasant place either. Now, I see some killers and hunts too. Yeah, but but, but I'm know. just saying, hey, man, Angola, man, so, so you have to watch hunt, everything hunt, you do, man. Hunts the best of two of the of the two evils. Oh yeah, oh by a long shot, man. It's dangerous. You know, at one time. People don't know this here. At one time in the, in the 70s, Angola was the worst prison in the whole United States of America. They had more killings there, man. But don't believe just because we're in a new millennium and all that there, man, them dudes slang that iron at Angola like it's legal. What do you mean slang iron? Slang iron? Yeah. What you think, think they're going to kill you with? Like a knife? Yeah, it ain't no guns. Yeah. Slang iron, man. So you got, you got to stay out of, out of everybody's yeah, way. Fouls, man. I seen a dude, and he got one of them fouls, man. He hit the dude from behind the head, and the fowl come out of his eye, man. Killed him dead. Right there in front of me, where I was just going to practice. 
Ooh. I was going to practice at Camp D, but I was coming from from uh, from Camp Bass. But they let me go play with, with Camp D, because Camp Bass didn't have no football team. And I seen it, man. Yeah, so. Prison ain't no nice place, and I wouldn't wish that on nobody, brother. Believe me, and the people made me do 19 years, and eight, months. eight months, for a simple burglary. A former NFL football player. A dude that done gave so much, bro, in my, in my past. To your state. To my state and to a, 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 lot of, a lot of people, man, before I was on them drugs. But on that note, we got to go. Got to go. And I enjoyed you. Enjoyed I enjoyed you, you too, man. Thank you all, and welcome again to Cop Time. Okay, bro. Cop Time. 4 p.m. Catch you back. It's Cop Time. Catch you back. It's Cop Time. Man can shackle the hand. The man can shackle the feet. But only you can shackle the mind. The mind is always free to travel wherever you dare to take it. Welcome to Count Time.